Welcome to episode five of the Legit Propaganda podcast. Uh, Tim with the intro again. We're going to get straight into it. We don't have any guests. We had one, but uh, due to unfortunate events, he's not with us. So uh, perhaps next week, uh, it's going to be James, Sean, and I. And like always, we're going to spew shit. That might sitting on a box. The couch. No, where are you chilling at? Oh, I'm in my room today. Usually oh, I'm in the shot? garage. How, how's this distance for my voice? Get better? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, All right, I'm just trying to speak like uh, loud and clear. You should be good. All right, no worries. I got to go relight my blunt. Give me a second. Oh, you're good. All right. Oh, James is activated once again. That's good. He's always activated. Yeah. I bought myself a three-pack of tall cans of uh, a Mexican delight. A Michelob <laughs> Ultra. Which one? Michelob? That's, that's Mexican delight? <laughs> <laughs> Let's Michelob. See, they, every time I've, I drink with Mexicans, I... Uh, I only see three beers. It's either Corona, Modelo, or Michelob. Like yeah. you never see a Budweiser in their hand. You never see a Bud Light, a Pabst Blue Ribbon. You know, what I mean, you always see the trio of beers. That that's it. Yeah, yeah. And my friends were really excited when that fucking gasoline beer came to the United States. Not Tecate, that was already here, but the um, uh, Estrella. It's called Alisco Estrella. Oh yeah, I had that once. Yeah. I hate that fucking beer. It was very beery. Mm-hmm. Gets you drunk, I guess. It's fine. Yeah. After a few of them, the taste goes away, and now it's just liquid entering your <laughs> esophagus. <laughs> yeah, now it's just uh, automatic motion. You just start to feel a little more twisted with each drink. <laughs> you start swaying, and you don't know why. Yeah, you're just drinking. That's it. Yep. You automatically get a uh, Japanese accent if you drink sake. Uh, Sake what? I do. (laughs) Sake is is that rice wine? It's like uh, you go to like a champagne or what is it? Uh, It's like it's it's similar to like um, like moonshine, right? Like the process of making sake. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know. I've, I've heard it. A lot of people have called it beer before. A lot of people have called it, you know, like an alcohol. Because, like, you you want to go to the, like, the Korean barbecues or what is it? The Japanese barbecues or whatever. And they cook the shit in front of you and make the volcano yeah. onion and shit like that. And they're squirting fucking sake into your mouth and shit. Throw a fucking piece of garlic in your mouth from across the table. Like, yeah. Ugh. And they start cheering. I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> I would think it's probably just like an alcohol, like, you know, vodka or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Sake is fucking good. I love sake, man. And next time I drink sake, yeah, next time I drink it, I'm going to do what James did. And, you know, hopefully nobody's woke enough to throw me out of the fucking restaurant. What did James Uh, do? Oh, what James is talking about, you know, start doing the Japanese accent with the. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. I really like this. I 
I write this a lot. I write this. <laughs> I will rap now. Rap. Give me oh, more. Man. Free. Free. <laughs> oh dude <laughs> there's this fucking video uh that i dug up on my computer and it's uh it's a guy playing this playstation 2 game it's from from japan from konami and it's uh it was a game that was made to work with the playstation 2 microphone and it teaches you how to speak english as a japanese person right and so like hello now you say hello and the guy doing the game he's like hello and it goes bad bad <laughs> try, try again and he's like what the fuck and then he gets inspired and he goes hello and it's like <laughs> good good <laughs> good hello yeah and, he, and then it says uh playstation you know it, it pronounces it right that's the thing is is like the game pronounces it in the english you know not rar rar accent and uh, he goes playstation bad and then he says playstation <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> fucking game that's awesome I would love to play that whole game that'd be hilarious like yeah. learn English <laughs> yeah you just have to add an R to everything and that's that's it yep Hey, how come you think uh, like all these uh, uh, companies that like Babel that teach you proper language, right? How come yep. they don't teach you how to like uh, cuss somebody? You're gonna get beat up. You don't want to learn how to speak uh, proper French. I want to learn how to cuss somebody out and you know get myself out of a bar fight if I have to. That's because you're gonna learn that shit anyway. Yeah. You know, a really badass language I'd want to learn is Russian. Like, I think if you just start spewing fucking Russian at people, like, they'd probably be scared, dude. Just, like, go up to somebody and they're like, Anu chiki brik yev Like, you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, uh-huh. the only, well, fuck, I, I was learning Russian, but the only Russian that I remember is Grasotach. What the fuck's that? Fat. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of letters for fat. <laughs> I was learning uh, Mandarin. Oh, okay. There's that a dude was on, really a dude on YouTube uh, I watch. He uh, this black dude, and he he knows like at least ten, fifteen different languages. And like whenever he sees any like anybody like internationally, you know, he speaks Belgian. I think I think that's the language they speak. Fucking uh, Dutch. He knows Mandarin, Cantonese, like all kinds of languages, dude. He just films himself talking to these people. Like, he'll go into Chinatown or something like that. And just film the reactions. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. I, you know, I I really dig learning different languages. And one thing I notice about learning different languages is it makes you think in a different way because it takes you out of your... Like, a lot of the times, say, for instance, like, um, the first foreign language that I learned, aside from Spanish, because I kind of grew up with Spanish... Um, was a uh, Latin in college, and Latin is so fucking weird because there is like an implied syntax. Uh, if you don't know what syntax is, syntax is like sentence structure that lends to the comprehensiveness 
of the message that you're trying to convey, right? So it's like word order. And um, yeah, it's just word order, I think. Latin, you can fuck all that up because every single word ends with a modifier that changes its meaning in the context of the whole sentence. So it's just this wild, like, your brain is just fucking on, you know? It's, it's weird. It, do, it does something different to your brain. Mandarin is like that, too, I feel. Especially being tonal. Like, she means something different than she, you know? It's really fucking strange. It's a lot yeah, to remember. Strange. Yeah, totally. Totally. But I like it, but I give up, too. <laughs> I, I, it, I, it, to me, it's... I'd love to learn something, but I took three years of Spanish throughout my years of high school, uh-huh. and I still can't speak a, a sentence to anybody in Spanish. You know, I, I, I can understand some of the things that they're telling me, uh-huh. and, and, you know, I can acknowledge uh, what they're telling me in Spanish, but that's about it. Hmm. But that's I, I can't have a full conversation. Yeah. Like you understand a lot of that stuff too, right, Jay? Um, yeah, just a lot of times it's you know motion and body language too. Oh, but, that's true. Um, I could say a bunch of nonsense and I could twist the words around to make like make fun of shit, but I I can't put the words together to really make. I don't want to say I can't make a full sentence, but. I'm just gonna comfortably say no, but I can mock the language. <laughs> That's pretty oh yeah, easy. yeah. <laughs> Very easy. Uh, you add O's to everything. No, yeah. not, not in that sense, but like uh, sometimes, like when I'm in the, especially the Home Depot bathroom, men's bathroom. Yeah. I'll go in there, and if I hear somebody on their phone or some shit, I'll, I'll say some stupid shit in Spanish just to, so I can get the person to laugh, and like. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it on the podcast, but basically what it translates to, uh, oh my, uh, it burns when I pee, and uh, <laughs> there's uh, large bugs in my ass. <laughs> One time this guy, he, uh, I said something, because he, he's taking a big shit, making a bunch of noise, and uh, I say something, and he answers back. So I'm like, oh shit, Like, how do I one-up this guy, you know? So then I say something again, and then I make him giggle. But then he he says something back to me. I had no idea what he said, so I had to be I had to just sit there and just be quiet. <laughs> I have no idea. All but right, you, just... you gotta say it. You gotta say it. How do you, how do you say that in Spanish? Which part? The uh, it yeah. burns when you pee, and there's large bugs in your ass. No, I don't want to say. We'll just let the viewers use their imagination. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I can't. It's gonna be laughing, dude. I just know that I'm the mechanico, and when I show up to a warehouse and they don't speak English, yeah, <laughs> mechanico. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That host everything. <laughs> It's really close. I mean, fuck. There are, English has a lot of borrowed words. Spanish has a lot of borrowed words from English. It works. That's why there's such a thing as Spanglish. Yeah, yeah. true. Ah, shit. I spilled all over myself. 
But just don't do it on the computer this time. Yeah, don't no. do it on the computer, man. It's a good thing I'm <laughs> recording tonight. But yeah, yeah like awesome. I'll, I'll have customers all the time call me and just you know, habla uh, español, and I'm like, uh, no, yeah, uno momento, you know, like that's that's what I can do. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, like just very, that's cool. very basic uh, answers, basically. Yeah, it's it it is important though, like to I feel like especially living where we're living to to understand because yeah, like you can imply a lot uh, from an unknown dialect from tones and stuff but like i don't know being in california yeah you're bound to pick up you're bound to pick up something you know i don't know it, it's just kind of nice to do that too like this is the way i see it is like i could just tell her you know oh uh, give me a second put her on hold and then you know she might think it was uh kind of rude or you know i can tell her you know one yeah. second uh i'll be right back with somebody to fucking speak to you you know what i mean like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Be kind. Yeah. So. You know, it kind of brightens their face, too. Like, one dude came in the other day, and uh, he had uh, ordered, I gave him his pizza, and he goes, gracias. And I was like, de nada. And he started laughing, because, like, it was, it was, he wasn't expecting that. He wasn't expecting me to speak his own language back to him. Uh-huh. He was just expecting me to say, oh, no problem. You know what I mean? Some English shit. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. I did that to this dude at the Chinese restaurant, and he looked at me weird. You're like, oh, shit, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was wait, like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Let me interrupt. Have you ever heard uh, a Chinese person speak Spanish to their workers or? Yes. Particularly? I have. Yeah, me too. At the swap meet. Oh, the, yeah, the swap meet, dude. <laughs> I am very impressed on a lot of Asian people's ability to speak perfect Spanish. Like, well-spoken and pronounced and everything. I'm just like, holy shit. And my one buddy, he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, they, uh, I guess some of them, because they like, uh, Asians like to do uh, business, of course, right? Uh-huh. I guess they, um, I guess they take a lot, a lot of pride. I guess you could say in speaking Spanish to get a better uh, deal. Yeah, it yeah, makes the, sense. The swap meet up here, dude, in the high desert. Uh, I don't know if he still does it, but he he was out there for quite a bit. And don't get me wrong, you know, there, there's every race there at that uh, swap meet, but it's mostly uh, the Hispanic culture there. And there's a lot of Mexicans going around, and you know this dude's just screaming at the top of his lungs. He's like, "Oh, shoes, shoes, buy shoes!" And I mean they're cheap fake shoes. And he's like, "Oh, four for forty, you know, or two for ten, or two for 20. And he's like, "Pasare, pasare!" Fucking hilarious, dude. And he <laughs> starts trying to speak Spanish. He's like, "Pasare, pasare!" I'm like, "Come on, man, that's dope, though." <laughs> I respect the grind, dude. Hey, man. I bought those fucking fake shoes before. They Hell fell yeah. apart in like a month. What remember, uh, you remember when Osiris's were fucking huge? Those giant fuck off like oh, uh, yeah. pillowcase skateboarding shoes. Yeah, man, I bought some knockoffs, 
I bought I bought like three pairs with all my money when I was a skateboard kid at the swap meet, and those things fucking suck. Oh man, I ripped them up so fast, and they were awful too. They smelled bad. They smelled like fucking plastic chinesium. Hell yeah, yeah. They didn't have that nice safety cone smell. Safety cones. What is it with you and the safety cones? I told you, man. It's just some some weird fucking chemical shit. Like how how goats react when they eat like a certain grass because their lineage comes from a certain area of the world. That's how I am with fucking safety cones. Smelling safety cones, man. <laughs> it's, like I, it's unstoppable. The urge. Hey, well, let me add, let me add something to your safety cone smell. Your Chinesium. Yeah. Um. Usually, my my girls will go to like you know a lot of different stores. They don't care. And like uh-huh. you know, like the the Chinesium smell in a in a Japanese or a anime store, it, it kind of has that good you know good smell yeah. to it. Off gas and shit. Yeah. All right. Well, at Harbor Freight, my girls they won't go into that store. They're like, Dad, it stinks in here. It does smell bad. Yeah, so whatever the Chinesium is and the safety code smell. Really kind of... That's different Chinesium, dude. There's a lot of yep, different kinds really... of Chinesium. That's Japanesium. Uh, well, that is, that is different. Easy with your words there. But my girls won't go to um, the Harbor Freight. It smells to them. But we go in, we'll go in the Senyo Surprise Store, whatever the hell that shit is, mm-hmm. all day. They'll spend hours in there. Can I get this? Can I get that? They just in there and hell that Chinese, uh, Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of get the smell with Harbor Freight. It de- definitely smells very gasoliney. Uh, yeah, it's kind of accurate. I think it's a lot of actually. I think it's the machine oil that they use to to finish all their shit. The machine oil fucking stinks, and the grease really smells too. Like in their bearings, and um, I, I've noticed it before. Uh, of course, That's I probably bought... why their fucking tools are shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> although I do like, I really enjoy their Icon series toolboxes. Those things are bitching, man. Those yeah, things are awesome. Don't get me wrong; you can get some really good Harbor Freight tools. Yeah, but there's some things like, come on, the screwdrivers, garbage. Oh, I know they melt in the fucking sun. Yeah, I know, dude. They're like chocolate. <laughs> they literally do. Hey, or about that. Remember that um, when that big ass earthquake happened and uh, originated from the military base out there by China Lake? Um, there was some dude. I think he was in. Well, he was somewhere in the high desert. I can't remember exactly from where, but he was working on his car. He got fucking smashed. Oh yeah, the jet stands. Yeah, they blamed it on the jack stands. And then there was a couple of different people, too, that they had some shit happen because the jack stands uh, tore at the seams. And yeah, it's crazy. All they, they still sold those jack stands. Yes, I was about to say that. And all Harbor Freight did was sell them fucking, or not sell them, but uh, replace them with the same fucking design, different paint job jack stand. Now they come about the safety pin of some sort, man. There's some latch on it now. Yeah. I think they got screwed enough where they they, they put some new design on it. I just don't oh. buy Jackson anymore. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. I'd, ra- I, I'd rather go to like AutoZone and get those stupid AC Delco ones than buy something to save your life at, uh, at Arbor Freight. 
And, and you know what? That's saying a lot because there is a lot, a lot, like 90% a lot bad reviews on AC Delco saying that their parts are shit, their fucking tools, everything. Well, and they are. A, yeah, and then when an AC Delco fucking jack stand is safer than a Harbor Freight jack stand, that's saying a lot. It is. It does. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? I, I have to give it to AutoZone because... Uh, I did find my fair share of like ratchets and stuff that were like broken in the trash and I took them to AutoZone and they always gave me the suspicious look like where did you buy this but I'm like you don't have to know that <laughs> you just give me a replacement <laughs> and they gave me a replacement every time I bought uh, a tool set it's like 140 pieces or some shit off of Amazon oh. and I I tell you what that is some durable ass ratchets and fucking sockets dude because it, the set i came with had uh the crescent wrenches and uh -huh. i've busted like quarter inch fucking locks in half with them bitches oh wow what was it tecton uh stainless steel i think uh. yeah i like i was really surprised and i mean th those tools are heavy too uh -huh. like, they, they feel durable you know, I've taken yeah. lug nuts off of cars with them, fucking tightened the, the lug nuts, uh, used it for oil changes, uh, alternators, all kinds of shit, dude. And they, I'm, I'm really surprised. Don't get me wrong, Amazon's a good company. They have quality shit, but I wasn't expecting Amazon, out of all people, to have a good set of tools. Yeah, they. I, I buy um, I buy my sockets off of their Tecton sockets or the shit. If if you break one, which I've never broken one, you just take a picture of it and they mail you a new one, or you take a picture of it, send it to them, and they mail you a new one. Nice. That's, yeah, that's cool. I like that. I would think probably at least uh, every once or like one or two years, I'd probably just smash it with a sledgehammer and get a new one. <laughs> nah, fucking good luck, dude. Those things are tough, man. I've had my set for like I don't know, like three years. Wow. Yeah, 25 bucks is not bad. And you use that on uh, electric equipment, correct? Um, fucking everything, dude. Heavy everything? heavy duty mechanics. Yeah. Wow. Yep. But yeah. I, was, I don't remember exactly what you do for a living. Uh, diesel tech. So okay. I work on um uh class 8 trucks and trailers. Unfortunately, so I, guess I fucking the, the hate big rigs and shit. Yeah, I hate that shit, dude. <laughs> it fucking sucks. But it's not the worst. At least they pay you. Yeah, they definitely pay you. Uh-huh. It's pretty good money from what I understand. Yeah, it's decent. But I feel like now, when, you know, me being a dumbass living in Redlands, paying this much for fucking rent, it's like, ah, it's not, it's not worth it. <laughs> Move to the high <laughs> desert. I did live in the high desert. Fuck is... Ah, I have I have issues with the high desert, man. <laughs> I have issues up there. I think we uh, all have issues with the high desert. We just continue to deal with it for cheap rent. Yeah. Yeah, no shit, man. I do wonder where all that shit is going to go. I think I saw that the average the average rent cost um in California right now is uh, twenty two hundred dollars a month. 
that's if that's yeah if that's not squeezing the life out of everybody i don't know what is and you know what's crazy like um i was i've been reading a lot i read this uh i don't know if it was like an apologist complaint letter or if it was just like for investors or what it was for but the company blackrock you guys know blackrock no well they're they have your money right um they have everybody's money they're i think one of the wealthiest uh, corporations in the world right now and their profits uh in terms of real estate too i think they own like the most real estate uh in the world and their profits were like oh they they were like really really sad because this year their profits were like 1. Point something billion dollars you know oh no no f- sorry 5 5. Point something billion dollars and they're bitching about that and investors are scared about that I can't stand reading that stuff, but it, it just makes me feel more and more like, damn, I just want to dig a hole and live in there, you know? Freedom. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, the big business bureaucracies like that, they still made five-something billion. Billion. And they're yeah. like, oh, we didn't make as much as last year. and Oh, no, the market's fucked. You made a billion dollars, you motherfucker, five times. Yeah. Do you guys think the Great Reset is a thing? You think that's going to happen? I don't know, like, you're asking me or anybody. Like how Both the market crashed in California like 10 years ago? No, like, oh. um, I guess it would be like, so the theory of the Great, or not the theory, but one of the tenets of the Great Reset is that the economic top of humanity is so disconnected from life and from morality that they've had this plan to shift affluence uh, steadily from the average person, which was, you know, it's always been unequal, but they want to do it like to the extreme. And also shift it uh, geographically towards the east. So in other words, you know, have China take over and have all of those kind of manufacturing, just those uh, non-shadowy because it's just fucking in your face businesses controlling your whole life, just like in, uh, in the CCP country. I haven't really heard too much about the Great Reset, but I, I see um, either the them changing the dollar or having to, uh, they're going to have to get rid of all this debt somehow. And uh, that's why I think we're, we're in a recession now, just because uh, everything's the same, but we're just expending an absurd amount of money for just one said product and that one said product is um, gasoline right now you know and um, with that uh, that money still in the economy but they're just going to keep the value of the dollar can only um, I'm trying to think what, what would 
the dollars are only worth on how much that you're spending and you have the only thing that they can make you spend their dollar on is, is, is gas right now. So as long as you keep spending uh, your money, giving it to them, whether it's the oil company, which who gives it to, you know, these other companies that they owe money to, uh, you could only uh, get so much out of the dollar. Uh, so eventually they're just got to say, oh, well, we don't take this currency no more. Just like in Russia where we did all the sanctions, they're just trying to find different ways to sell their gas. It's like who's going to pay with what what uh, denomination. And what I mean by that is, is rubles, shillings, dinar, U.S. dollar. They're always finding a way to uh, sell their, their gas just to keep their economy going. So eventually here in our economy, this dollars ain't going to be worth the shit. So. Yeah, they just turned to the, Sa- the Saudis, right? They just well, fucking started selling to China and the Saudis and anybody else unscrupulous enough to buy. Not unscrupulous, actually. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's fucking uh, petrol politics is is something kind of above my head, but the the fact is is that like I think the sanctions didn't really bother them at all. And like one thing that I watched was this uh, journalist and, you know, they were just asking him, well, you know, first of all, how are you a journalist in modern day Russia? And he's like, oh, it's easy. You just fucking tell the truth, you know, which is surprising to hear from a Russian person. Right. Especially a journalist in that country. And they were like, well, how, how, how did the economy do? Because here in America, we're hearing that, like, you know, you guys fucked. And he goes, no, we're actually like better than we've been in a long time, like way better. And that's the average person. This is coming from like a, I think he said he was like 21 or 22 years old. And he said, by and large, uh, you know, wages have gone up. Um, I don't know what kind of social security system they have over there, but supposedly that it's funded, you know, yeah, they've got a lot of problems holdover from what happened to them historically and culturally, but that they're doing relatively okay. And in terms of the country's economics, that that's fine too. That even with all this, uh, who knows if it's real, dude, fuck, I don't even know, man. You can't believe shit anymore. Well, Especially, the, yeah. During World War II, we were just coming out of the depression. So like Germany was or something like that. So when we all started, you know, doing all the war politics, uh, when you start spending money on uh, war, it creates jobs. You know what I mean? When you send people to war, you know, they're there. You got to pay them. You know, that money's still going home. You know? Yeah. Uh, war is, whether it's conflict, war, you know, anything, you know, all that money creates jobs. And I uh, hate to say it, war is money, war is economy, good or bad, you know. It's still gonna put you to work. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. What are your thoughts, Tim? Tim sleeping. Tim. Raccoons don't care about war. What do you think, Tim? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard we heard a door shut there. Oh. 
Yeah. But I was reading about that stuff. And then, oh, dude, I, I was reading also. Have you heard about the, uh, I think it's called the Rods of God, that military weapon. That yeah, I don't know. Weapons. Yeah. Holy shit, man. That's crazy. I don't even know what that means. You know, how how can something, does it cause an explosion? Or does it just displace the earth? Or well, what's the deal with that shit? Like, what what is the nature of the effect of that weapon being used? You ever throw a, a rock into the water? Not like skipping it across the water, but just go, you know, splash. Oh, I get a bigger rock and then just go, you know, kaplunk. Yeah. You know, see all, what, how it displaces all the, the matter in the water. So whether it's solid or anything, you know. Uh, kinetic energy weapon, uh doesn't have nuclear fallout but it could be anything from a, a pebble to a uh, a disc just like on a railgun or uh, it could be all the way up to a tungsten rod, rod the size of a telephone pole and uh, you speed it up towards the earth they, they sit on satellites yeah and uh, they speed it up and this thing just comes in at you know super duper awesome speed and then it when it goes kerplunk into the earth or the target it just there's like really nothing it can't penetrate or whether it's a bunker or you know preschool or a tank definitely yeah. preschool <laughs> look what, what they're doing in russia man they're bombing schools and hospitals and they're showing on the news, and they said, hey, look, there's no military target in this area. There's no military asset. There's no soldiers over here. Why the fuck are you blowing up our fucking schools? Hospitals. Because they want to try and force the hand. Be like, look, we'll keep doing this until you fucking just give up. Well, at the same time, you have to make the public get all upset, and then eventually the... Remember, it's voting season. But, okay, so back to uh, Sean's question. So uh, they have uh, the kinetic energy weapon. It doesn't... Uh, it could do almost the same damage as a, a, a nuclear bomb in some aspects. Depends on how big the that rod is. Yeah, like, what, but, what, do they, what do they mean by damage? Like, what does that what does that look like? So I understand, like, concussive force and, like able to penetrate bunkers but like in terms of like soil displacement because of the percussive force does that look like a fucking volcano explosion like a you meteorite know? in the earth oh wow and depending on the size of the meteorite but it's just like precision meteorite but yeah um, it, it'll come in like a rocket or just a really big uh, I don't want to uh, I want to say Sabot round because Sabot round split up but it's definitely uh, going to come in as a large, uh, dense object. That's why they use tungsten. And uh, it comes in so fast that uh, it just has so much uh, solid force, which is uh, the kinetic energy coming in with from outer space, you know. God damn. Yeah, pretty bad. You know, it's... Um, 
Uh, I want to say it's like 50s, 1950s technology, and we've just been slowly developing it. But they've had uh, stuff. They've had stuff for a while. Uh, the what's that drone? That little small space shuttle drone. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Looks like uh, a miniature well, space shuttle. It's an oh, X plane. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Yep. I, I guess that thing is, you know, well, there's conspiracy. We'll just say that thing is a delivery device for uh, to resupply uh, satellites or rearm satellites. But at hmm. the same time, you can, you, you can have that plane up there at any point, and, uh, or that ship, I should say, uh, up there at any point, and it can have any type of armament. And uh, then you just use the gravity to bring in said object and it speeds in. Humans are fucking insane. Okay. So with that being said, okay, we have these wonder weapons to do all this fun stuff, but we can't feed ourselves worth the shit. We can't develop better uh, food programs to feed uh, the hungry. I know yeah, we're smart enough to. I used to tell my son, you could fly a missile up a cat's ass if you know the address. Uh huh. And, but like at the same time, you know, we can't just look at a satellite image and say, "Hey, we need to plant this crop this season because of whatever reason with the weather that's upcoming." You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, we can't feed this these these people in this region logistically because of whatever reason because but like i said we can sword fight with nuclear weapons in space yeah it just seems so it's so pointless man it's crazy absolute insanity for us to have after we created the vcr still be fucking warring with each other you know that's, VCR that's crazy Yeah, uh, I know that's my standard for a lot of shit, the VCR. Hey, I grew up watching porn on the VCR. Tim, oh, guy has a belt. <laughs> hey, I know what a VCR is. <laughs> Twice as enjoyable when you rewind it all fast. Yeah, with the staticky uh, shit on the, on the screen. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. But god damn, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I, I was just reading about that and like now, now that you say comet, think about the comet impacts that we still have traces of, like the one in the Arizona desert and like um Crater Lake in Oregon. Are you looking at that shit? And that was just I don't know, man. That's crazy. And to think that that was not anywhere near as dense as uh, a manufactured, you know, tungsten rod, like you say. Probably yeah. didn't didn't come anywhere near as fat or didn't get anywhere near as fast as the rod will get to. I just obliterated everything. And well, I, I have think, to... I was going to say, if you think about it, just even the tungsten rod is still just a compared to some, some meteors uh, or equal oh, weapons. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, it's just fucking insanity, man. Just re- reading about it and like <clears throat> unsure, like the 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 more I I read about 
the war, the more it just like makes me feel like that fucking you know that picture of Jackie Chan where he's holding his head. He's like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't understand. You know, I really don't understand. The only context in which I can understand the war is that it's needed to take lives and incentivize violence amongst people and make this kind of charade in order for an economic plan to take place where most people are just fucking dissidents, you know, not dissidents. What's what's the word? I forget. But anyway, the majority of the human population on Earth, their lives are undermined. And they are undermined in such a way to where they now have to be dependent on all of the logistical systems that are being put in place and that are being enforced via, you know, drought. So you guys can't grow your own food over here. Or laws, you guys can't use the water over here. It's against the law to grow your own food. You guys are priced out of houses. You can't have your own house, but you can live in this nice government house. It's like 10 stories tall, you know, get a parking space, <laughs> can have a cat maybe. It, it, it's all about control. Yeah. At this point, it's not the land of the people. It's the land of the government, and you do what they say. Yeah. And if you don't, you have to reap the uh, the, the consequences. They'll reprimand you. Yeah. Slap you on the wrist and say, no, don't do that. Well, hold on, Tim. Let me ask you this. So when uh, mine and uh, Sean's uh, generation dies out here in, say, 20, 30 years, right? And then we're all just old and dead, overworked, because we have to pay for all these measures and bonds that people have you know, voted in. So you're the younger generation, Tim. Are you re- are you ready to live in your prepaid cu- uh, cubicle square? <laughs> no, I I don't like my generation, and I don't like the generation uh, before mine. The fucking millennial bullshit. The they're all pussies. They're all pieces of shit, and they want hey, everything. Hey, I'm fucking hardcore. To, <laughs> to the to the ones the, the I'll I'll say it. The LGBTQs, the fucking weirdos. Yeah. Hey, wait, yeah. wait, Tim. Do you remember what I, uh, what was the thing about I, I used to say about punching a unicorn in the nose? The fuck was it that I said about, uh, are you going to be surprised when you punch a unicorn in the nose and it doesn't bleed a rainbow? No. Yeah. Even if it does bleed blood, they'll be like, that's a fucking rainbow. And don't you tell me that it's not a rainbow. Yeah. All right. Like, and it's he, him, or she, her. Understand that. Yeah. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a bitch. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like I said before, yeah. as long as they don't come at me with that stupid shit, they ain't gonna get punched. Like straight up. <laughs> I, I'm very disappointed yeah. in 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 my generation too because uh, the millennial, I would say, leftist community has been brushing off on them, and uh, like it. The Earth, the United States, in the next 20 years, I would say, 20 years, does not look good. It doesn't. Especially on the track, the pace that we're on now. Don't expect to be, don't expect there to be anything in 20 years. Well, check this out. In in 20 years, because all these guys are uh, being born pussies, 
the <laughs> the next well hold on wait the next uh, generation uh kids okay when they go to have kids they're i guess they're gonna be born sterile so 20 years from now when they start trying to have kids especially these these unicorn babies you know you know my rights you know i want an abortion i don't want an abortion you know uh and then uh in the next 20 years those kids are going to be born with a sterile semen how the fuck does that work okay so uh uh you go to uh great grandpa jim right you know our grandpas you know in, in our generation circle right here okay if you were to be at the clinic and you were to look at a microscope take a, a measure of his semen uh, there is going to be 40,000 parts per million uh, swimmers in that motherfucker. A bunch of small, yeah. strong swimmers, right? So then you go to our fathers, okay? Uh, you measure theirs, it's like 20,000. You measure ours, it's like 10. Okay, so in the next 20 years, we're going to drop down to five and then down to... 100 only 100 little fucking strong chaps in the room running strong and then you're so you're actually uh your actual chances of uh impregnating a woman 20 years from now are just going to be like lower 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 so whether it's not necessarily population control but just your masculinity being a man has gone down so far where it's actually going to start making sterile children not not only that but there's also like the real environmental medical factor of that that's also true you know that there's so many specific kinds of metals in the atmosphere um they call the, the forever chemicals um in our food the soy based uh proteins and all these enzymes not to mention the fucking uh like in Seattle I forget what the parts per million is but you have essentially, like in the Puget Sound, you should never drink that water. You'll be really happy if you drink that water because according to studies, it's full of fucking Xanax and like all kinds of crazy old shit like that, right? And you have a lot of this stuff. And in men, um, for some reason, a lot of these heavy metals, they accumulate in the testicles. And it, fucks you up that's why we have so much uh weirdo fucking cancers that's why you get those screenings those old guy screenings um it's just becoming increasingly popular and it, it is a, a real problem not just the unicorns you said there's uh, uh the chemicals in in the in the water right yeah um they used to tell you to flush your uh extra medication down the toilet oh yeah now they're like don't do that well yeah because like even after it goes through the the we'll just say the city you know water treatment facility and then it flushes yeah. out into the, into the bay yeah i guess your xanax can go out to the into the water and get to the fish and the fish are just like when it comes to mating they're just like nah nah bitch i'm good yeah, yeah i'm happy yeah the your surplus Xanax, but it, I don't know. But 
That's why I'm pissing dude. mushrooms into the fucking water, dude. I'm reversing that shit. Dude, there'd be some happy school children. Uh-huh. You know, or at the high school, you know? <laughs> Make these, these high school kid generation uh, start concentrating on the schoolwork. Yeah. A couple little uh, mushrooms in their applesauce. All yeah. of a sudden, these kids want to get straight A's. <laughs> They're all fucking smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy shit, though, man. It, and it's it's true. It's all real, man. Like in a, I I love looking at stuff from Florida, in a in like a bad way, I guess, because you look at like their sewage uh, disposal practices. Florida has all these, you know, multi billion millionaire fucking people living all along the coastline in this precarious spot and they just got flooded the fuck out now their teslas are burning up but anyway uh along the coastline in florida you should not go swimming it's just as bad as like the the hudson bay um human shit dude just fucking floating out there maybe maybe a little ground up or whatever but uh yeah that shit is real too that's disgusting fucking florida we in California, I know that you should never go swimming in the uh, Santa, Mo- like off of the beach from Santa Monica. That shit is horrible. And I was asking this guy one time, I don't know who he was, but I was like, man, why are there so many damn uh, sea, uh, what do they call it? Um, the dollars? What the fuck are they called? The, the little circle things with the imprint of the star. Sand dollars. Sand dollars. Yeah, there you go. I was like, why are there so many sand dollars out here? He's like, well, it's a lot of death, man. <laughs> you shouldn't go swimming out there. It's horrible. It's true. Toxicity is everywhere, man. There's a, a sewage plant over here or a water treatment plant um, in Victorville, and it's right there by the Mojave River. And uh-huh. whenever we have, uh, you know, like the five-year, ten-year flood where the Mojave River really flows, yeah, there's this... Uh, little water retention pond that always mysteriously breaches whenever the water is like completely running yeah they uh, they contaminated the water one time they they i think they released a little too much and it, it fucked up the water so they had to tap our little town's water into the uh, uh, fire hydrant to give us all clean drinking water what yeah, it was it was a little weird thing, but the thing was is like, just like the oil companies that are uh, advertising their profits in the newspaper, yeah. they would advertise the same sewage spill in the newspaper. Oh, look at us! There was a sewage spill, but we took care of it. And it's just like, uh huh, that was just uh, convenient for the the sewage company to discharge all of the shit. In, into the you know the clean water yeah we have but a uh i'm gonna go pull him in but uh, we have a surprise special guest uh ryan from last time oh damn yeah so i'm gonna pull him in in a second when he joins all right cool is it, is it ryan yeah 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 well this will be giving an opportunity to get a fresh beer and uh go pee on something yeah you know i was thinking about peeing on something too all right radio silence huh be right back
Kick it. Uh, welcome, Ryan. You uh, joined right at intermission. Everyone's peeing on something. Uh, that is if it is their couch, their toilet, their fridge. It's their decision, right? It's 2022 20, now. Uh, I think you're muted, my friend. Oh, let me fix that. Uh-oh. Hello. Try unmuting now. Oh, man. Why is it doing this? There we go. You should be now. Quickly changing settings. Try unmuting. You should be able to talk. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. you What's up, buddy? Well, I'm just chilling on break right now. <clears throat> Hell yeah, man. What, what do you got to say for the uh, episode five? Huh? I said, what do you have to say for episode five? Uh, that uh, I hope it goes good. That you guys get lots of pussy from get, making this uh, podcast. It's pretty <laughs> sad if recording a, a podcast gets you laid. <laughs> All right, guys. I've successfully deposited mushrooms into the sewage treatment plant cool you're uh, supposed conic to put your mushroom down there bro oh shit contactless man this is uh this is advanced are you at work today ryan i'm at work right now other people there with you oh huh? there are other people there with you lots of coworkers. Or you just no, I'm in my car being a goblin. <laughs> just blending in. What noises do goblins make? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that. I guess it depends on what you're eating. Nah, it depends on uh my mood. I really. <laughs> I'm thinking like you know, when you're chilling, it's like this really high pitched screech. You know, like it a yeah. <laughs> like that. Uh, he's just chilling. <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, this is Ryan, Sean, Ryan, Ryan, Sean. Right on. You guys. My didn't name's get not to... Ryan, Sean. It... I don't have a response for that. <laughs> me neither. You got me. <laughs> Right well, what are you guys talking about? What were you, what are you guys talking about? Uh, a lot of shit. The bullshit yeah. war. Yeah, talking about a lot of a lot of crazy shit. The, uh, uh, I think we left off on uh, humans being fucking retards with uh, the way that we dispose of things that should be handled uh, with a little more care. James was talking about human just by driving around, bro. Yeah, yeah, no shit. No shit. 
why do we do this drive they're not going to be able to fucking uh they're not going to be able to put shit away right (laughs) yeah they got everybody just putting shit away at the end of the day that's all it is i complain about that a lot yeah yeah well it's insane but yeah we were just talking about how how weird it is you know the fucking war the fucking toxicity uh and whatever. So if you got anything to contribute, opinions on shit you see. You know, I have the perfect example, actually. Uh, me and Ryan here, we work at a uh, a, a pizzeria of sorts. And, uh... uh put no fucking RIA at the end of this place, dude. This ain't no pizzeria. <laughs> it's just a fucking pizza, dude. We, uh... <laughs> just not trying to dox where I work. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we have a hatred for the people that work in the morning. And uh, it, huh. it, it goes a little like this. We come in around, you know, in between 4 and 6 o'clock. And the dishes in the back are just piled up in every sink. And they're specifically labeled rinse, wash, and uh, sanitize. Well, all there's no water in them at all. No sanitizer, no soap, no nothing. Just full of dirty dishes. And they're just left there. Like, they didn't have to do them or they didn't want to do them when they act like they're busy, but they're really not, and they had time to do them. It, th- the point comes across as, why do it when you can have the next person do it? And I think that's how America is uh, running things, is why take care of something now when we can do it later? Yeah, most people are like that. It's easy to be that way. That's the thing. It's fucking real easy to be that way. It's hard to be responsible for your shit. Like in Japan, we would never go to the lengths with waste that Japan that the Japanese people go through. And I'm not saying all Japanese people do this, but they have like fucking burnable trash day. Do we even know what's fucking burnable? Yeah, you can light everything on fire, but what's safe to light on fire? Americans would never go that fucking far. You have to get permits do, do, do to burn get shit. You get a fire permit to burn trash in your yard. You have people burning but it's only on certain, certain days. Yeah. God, you ever guys know, dude? Japan, Japan's kind of fucked with uh, all that nuclear waste they're fucking just putting in barrels. They are. They are. And they, they I don't did. Know, I don't think that was smart. Nope. You know, you know what's also not be... smart? Putting a fucking nuclear generator on the fucking shoreline of a place that has tsunamis on the reg. Yeah. And also, you know, to be, it's funny, all these people like scared of nuclear warfare, you know, but all we need is some shit to go wrong in all of these uh, nuclear plants that we have spread in every fucking continent and every country. I forget how many nuclear plants that we have here in the United States, but it's enough to take us out if we get one of those Chernobyl fucking accidents going. Be a sixty-mile radius around, around the spot. Scary. We we could fucking drop sixty fucking miles radius, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's gnarly, man. No thanks. I mean, the animals were fine. Apparently, the animals were fine. The wolves were all big. The fucking caterpillars were fine. The bushes were fine. All the people were dead, though. Hey, even if they weren't fine, the Japanese would still eat them, right? <sighs> Maybe. 
<laughs> the Japanese that eat them. Oh no, man! Japanese food is wild, though. Like I, I can't hey, eat some of that stuff. Have you guys heard of the fucking? Uh, I think it's called like the elephant's foot in Chernobyl. The elephant's foot? It sounds familiar. What is it? It's like a fucking blob of radiation, and like deep, deep down in it, and if you even look at it, you'll die. <laughs> How the fuck does that work? No, nah, that's where the core melted. If you're melted that close to look at it, you'll have fucking radiation poisoning that will fucking melt your bones. No shit. Yeah, the only way they cool. like took pictures of it is with like a fucking robot that would drive in and look at it for half a second and then melt down. Yeah. No, the elephant foot is the bottom of the where all the material burnt down and into a little molten glob. They were afraid that was gonna go all the way down to the water table, but um, <clears throat> in like uh in like the Predator movies or the. Stupid movies where they drop like a thermite grenade and it burns all the way down to like layer after layer after layer. That's what that the, the reactor did. It burned all the way down to the bottom of the containment uh, vessel, and it's very how he says highly uh, irradi- irradiated. How, yeah. how do you even make a nuclear reactor? Uh, you press some buttons, you get some scientists to dick around with some shit. You've seen Simpsons, right? You just push a bunch of buttons, how, you know, Ryan said. Yeah, just don't press the red button, right? Yeah. No, you have to press that one when it starts going south. Well, yeah, when you start hearing buzzes and fucking beeps and shit, you probably want to press it. Put your red suit on. Oh, no, bro. He has to get, fucking Homer has to get approval from management. It's so scary. scary. Yeah, it's, it's cost And what's crazy is it is cost effective, right? Um, I I would love to see fucking hydrogen power spread out to the country, but we're never gonna see that shit, man. Hydrogen power cars, that shit is dope. We we have everything we need right now. I mean, we've had it for the last twenty years to make hydrogen power. But then guess who's yeah, going to lose out on everything? Big cars oil. Is that uh, you have to have a fucking a military fucking license to get the materials to make a water-powered car. I'm sure like it's a, not some, that One of the ingredients is like... Ford or Toyota or Chevy to make some hydrogen power shit with their licensing that they receive. I mean, you got to think... Them what kind of will have fucking you? government cars. You could, you could do it uh, DIY. There's a there's a lot of videos on YouTube on how to how to do hydrolysis. Um, but how many of those people are still alive? There's right. one of them that's alive. That's another problem. All right. <laughs> but you can learn how to do it. the The issue is, I think, and this was why I think it took so long for us to get a hydrogen power uh, car from Toyota, which I think they're going to start selling this year. Is that while well, you're driving around essentially with the bomb? And in America, we think uh, in in terms of like, okay, when I get into my accident, you know, it's gonna happen. It's gonna fucking happen. When I get into my accident, how's it gonna be? And so that's why it took so long for them to come up with all these uh, advanced materials and whatever to make up the uh, the tank. Very true. You know, is it going to just is it going to destroy Times Square or is it not? <laughs> yeah, you, you can shoot the cars in Fallout Three. Those have nuclear generators in them, and they fucking oh, yeah. blow up pretty big. 
I'd imagine. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. But uh, I gotta go, guys. If you were want to really look into the hydro car shit, look up Bob Lazar. Oh yeah. The guy's crazy. Bob Lazar. Yeah, Bob yeah. Lazar. He uh, he's the guy that fucking outed uh Area Fifty One, but he has a good video on hydrolysis and how to make a hydrogen car. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Ryan, for uh, joining us as a surprise special guest. Yeah, man. See you yeah, next time. I got time, some man. noids to go stomp out. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. <laughs> I wish right, I could. Wait, we need, we need t-shirts, man. They're already printed. All right, cool. My, I want to send one with my daughter to school so she could be the only one at the school with your your t-shirt. Yeah. I only have fucking uh down to a small adult. I just send it, man. She'll she'll make it work. All right, for sure. I'll see you guys later. Talk to you later. Later. Hey, I'll live. Screech. I wish I could screech. <laughs> Reet. <laughs> so yeah. what's up, guys? Oh, no, Where man, we that, was, that threw me through a loop right there, but I'm all right. So we're an hour, 20 minutes in, hour in? An hour and five minutes. That's pretty cool. All right. Any new ideas, guys? Uh, <clears throat> gas prices went back up again. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was okay, and it's not. It's not. Surprise, surprise. You know, when everyone says, hey, gas prices went down, I'm like, it's still three fucking 80 a gallon. What the fuck <laughs> do you mean it's, it, it came down? Yeah, no shit. Fucking retarded on what they, they charge for that shit. Yeah. Not like that have. in other parts of the country. Hey, my, my friend called me from South Carolina. He said that the average is like the low $3. He doesn't know what the fuck we're paying this much for. It's California. That's why. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's that's a good reason. Arizona's sitting at like $4, probably. Yeah. When I first went out to Arizona two years ago, uh, this was before this whole gas Ukraine bullshit. Um, I think the lowest I paid was like, like, no lie, like three dollars and twenty cents. The lowest Arizona's, I've ever paid in my whole life. Yeah, Arizona's nice, good burritos, whatnot, but good burritos. I would never live in Arizona. <laughs> I would never live there. Yeah, I don't want to go back and live. That's just way too hot. Yeah, it's stupid hot. Like yeah. you go outside and it's just. You instantly feel yourself burning. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I can stand the fucking heat. I run in the heat all the time. Well, not all the time, but there was a certain time in my life when I was running in the heat a lot. And I went to Arizona, and I was already accustomed to the heat. I went running in that heat, and I almost fucking died, man. <laughs> it was horrible. But yeah, I wouldn't live there. Fuck that. You guys know who uh, Art LeBeau is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he passed away a few days ago. Well, well how? Uh, I mean, he was like ninety-seven years old or some shit. Well, you just hit ninety-seven and you die, and that's it. That's no excuse. Yeah, I don't know exactly how he died. I just know he died. He, uh, from from what I understand, he uh, helped uh, t- 
take care of racism or some shit in uh, Southern California. Oh. And the uh, best I know him from is Sunday nights on a radio station. He play oldies. Yeah. It's crazy to hear his name uh, underneath the casket now. I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah, dude. It's like, um, I don't know. I, I felt really weird thinking this right away, but I, I find thoughts come from a very honest place when they pop up like that. And when the queen died, it's all these people, oh my god, the queen died. It's like, dude, she was really fucking old. Fuck the queen. She she lived great, you know? She was oh, yeah, one of the richest people 90. in the world. Just fucking did whatever the fuck she wanted behind closed doors. We don't know about it. Protected her pedophile kids. You know, uh, she she lived the life, man. All right, so I got a question for you guys. Huh. So I have a neighbor. He's an old man, and uh, he's just he's just all fucked up and old, right? So uh, his family kind of wrote him off, and they won't like come help him. I tried calling like a couple members of the family, like text messaging him, like, "Hey, you know, your dad needs help," you know. Um, and they like got you know they basically told me they're gonna call the cops on me if I kept on you know text messaging him. Huh. The old man uh, told me and uh, my house lady, uh, he goes, uh, I just want to go to sleep and not wake up. And I'm like, all right, you know, haha, you know, they don't don't talk like that, you know, like, you know, we got lots to live for, you know. But like at the same time, this old man, like he just keeps getting sicker and sicker and sicker. He's still like conscious and he can still take, you know, halfway take care of himself. But he yeah. knows that he's going to die soon, right? Mm-hmm. Or get worse or end up at a home. And he uh, keeps doing everything he can do to not end up in a home. He's an old fireman and everything. And imagine being the most elite, strong dude, and then you finally meet your fucking end, and you know you're just going to wither away, wither away and die. So now he's just like, I'm not saying he's hinting to me for assisted suicide, but at the same time, like, Look at this old man who's finally fell out of his prime. He's retired. He has no use in life. He's literally shitting himself, you know, all the time. And he just wants to be like, yo, I'm done. I'm ready to check out. But I can't because society deems it that I just need to rot, 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 rot. And then, oh, die. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's a, that's a twisted part of our fucking culture, man. That's really sad. Uh, I know in Eskimo culture, uh, it was kind of frowned upon. But what traditionally they would do was, you know, you get old, your teeth start falling out, you just get all these fucking issues. Uh, you would just go out and you'd sit down and you'd freeze to death and nature would take its course. You know, something come and get you or you're just there. You get covered in snow. And how cruel is that compared to being fully conscious in your head you know maybe maybe not in your body maybe you can't talk maybe you can't move uh but you're hooked up to tubes and all this crazy shit i don't know i don't i don't blame him man like when i hear old people say stuff like that i'm just like damn like you know fuck, i'm sorry but, well and a friend uh told me he says uh he he said something to the point. I'm like, I asked him like, huh? Like what? what? Like what's that mean? He goes, oh, when I'm ready to die, I have a pact with one of my my buddies, 
and yeah. he's going to come into the hospital, you know, like I'm fucked up. I'll try to, you know, call him or, you know, he'll find out that I'm in the hospital and he's already going to come in there with a hot dose. And basically he's going to come and jerk uh, heroin into my, uh, IV or my arm and let me, uh, go as the song says, I'm completely numb. And I'm yeah. like, really? How's that going to work out? And he goes, I don't know. And he goes, but I'm going to do it for him, and he's going to do it for me. Whoever goes first, we're not going to let each, each other sit there and, uh, you know, your legs all smashed from the drunken DUI accident that you had. Yeah. But at the same time, this old man, he's uh, he's handed to me a couple times, like, you know, so what would you get? What would you do, Timmy? Would, could you do a assisted suicide for a, a family member or a, a long time friend? Uh, man, that's a it's a tough topic, man. I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to. Just a couple extra skittles for your uh, uncle, who's just like Timmy. Yo, just I'm, I'm done, bro. There's no way I'm gonna recover from this girl breaking up with me. Yeah. Well, that's a horrible example. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. I if if I knew they had no choice other than to just sit there and rot, I, maybe. But it would be like a doctor or something. Like I wouldn't just inject fucking heroin into them and call it a day. You got to think about it. You're the one killing them. You know what I mean? Even if it's for a good cause, you still murdered the poor bastard. I would, I would let someone that gets paid for it to to do it. But is it still murdered though? You, you know, it is. I'm it is. Being... I don't know. It's, it, it's murder, yeah. but putting them to rest at the same time, like I don't know. Yeah, mur- murder in this context is just a word. It's like good you murder. Know? Yeah. Is yeah. it in the so, movie? Uh... Well, hold on. In the movie Saving Private Ryan, when the I don't know if it's the medic, he gets hit and uh, they're giving him morphine, you know, to help yeah. him out. And yeah. they said, "Is there anything else we can help you out with?" And he goes, "A little bit of morphine wouldn't, you know, couldn't, you know, wouldn't help." And uh, the person said, like, uh, one the, the commander was like, just nodded and told the other guy, "Give him one more," and they knew it was going to overdose him. And they gave it to him anyways because they knew he was ready. All of his brothers gave it to him because he's going to sit there bleeding out anyways. You want to, would you rather bleed out and die or would you rather just a little more medicine? Yeah. Nope. I mean, yeah. explaining it like that is different than just like <laughs> injecting heroin into somebody's kind of fuck. Yeah. It's the difference I mean, between it's... murdering and pulling the plug kind of. Leo. What's the difference yeah. to pull the plug on somebody? Oh yeah, we're done. They're, they're awake. They're awake. They fucking. They're looking me in the eyes while I'm injecting him with heroin. It's like fuck, dude. Like. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is this is another reason why I hate that psychedelics are fucking outlawed, man. Like uh, Timothy Leary, um, he did uh therapeutic sessions like end of life therapeutic sessions I, if i'm not mistaken i think he was a, i think he was a therapist a psychotherapist super crazy educated guy in some field of that nature and <clears throat> he essentially did like end of life therapy with lsd 
and a lot of people that he would they would say that oh, i have fear you know or i have a lot of unresolved shit or whatever and he would guide them through their lsd uh experiences and afterward they would say damn like I, i'm 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 okay with it now like the fear of death is uh is allayed because they got a glimpse of what it's like for your ego to go away and that i don't know man i don't know i i i totally empathize with that right now uh i think i would be able to how would be kind of iffy you know you don't want to traumatize yourself you don't want but who are you to you know complain about being traumatized when somebody's dealing with such a serious fucking thing like that that old man um that you're dealing with james and it was really sad man and like like where the fuck is his family like what happened to to human to humans like to where we put old people in homes and we don't live together anymore because we're too fucking busy you know that's one thing i like about foreign cultures that um they stick together you know there's no concept of oh damn you turned 18 guess what get the fuck out i only have heard of that from americans it makes no zero sense it makes zero fucking sense same thing with old people you think we we've we've lost that for some reason and maybe it just reminds us too much of like how real life is and how our priorities are all fucked up because yeah we only get one shot and goddamn if your body's not able to do what you want it to do you know that's a tough thing that's a tough thing to think about so we'd rather pawn it off on somebody who we could pay with money yeah you gotta think about it take care of it It, it's the newer generation back when Uh our shit my my mom still works so you gotta think about it when i was growing up for 18 years or whatever you know Uh she was working and taking care of me at the same time so when push comes to to shove and you know she's 70 80 90 years old or whatever and she can't work she needs help basically she needs living assistance damn sure i'm gonna be there damn sure somebody else should be there too you know for somebody else's family you know what i mean if they took care of you for 20 years guess what you need to take care of them for 20 years that, that's just it, it's like paying them back almost you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's like I get it might be a little bit of a hassle. You know, you have a life, you have a job. Guess what? So do they. So did they. They had a whole life and a whole job before, you know, you came around to taking care of yourself. Yeah. It, it's a very simple thought process when you think about it. But people think, oh, well, you know, I don't really have to do this if I can just pawn it off to somebody in uh, a government job. Yeah. And you think about hey, it. My great-grandpa, he survived three days in assisted living and died. Oh, that's fucked up. Timmy, I was going to say, I, you know, it's even more weird that you said that right there. So you said that you'd be there for your mom, right? So my, my dad was taking care of my grandma before she died, right? And uh, so 
we'll just say, yeah, my dad wasn't taking that great care of uh, her, right? And, you know, it led to all that those issues that were going on, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as uh, my grandmother came home from the hospital, they put her in a home, and not even a week later, she died, right? Um, even though my dad wasn't, like I said, taking that great care of her, she was still alive. And at the same time, when it came time for uh, the other family members to step up where my dad couldn't and take care of my grandmother, no, my, my uncle didn't come out of state and back down to come help her pick her up. Uh, my aunt didn't offer to take her home to wherever they were staying. One of my cousins didn't offer to take her home or go to her trailer, my grandma's trailer, and clean it and fix it up. They they just put a lock on the door of the trailer and just got all my grandma's stuff out and just like they didn't even pay her uh, space uh, rental on her trailer, so it just instantly went to like eviction status. Um, like all these things, like for your mom and your grandmother, there were all these people everyone just like waited for her to just to die like no one wanted to take responsibility no one wanted to you know take grandma home with them they they're like oh the hospital says she has to go to this uh, home and then but like at the same time nobody wanted to take responsibility the hospital would have revoked their statement if one of them stepped up and said i will take care of her the hospital will never say no she has to go to a home and that's it because that's not their decision. All a hospital can do is give you a suggestion, and it is for the caretaker yeah. or you know the the guardian or whoever they're the higher ranking person to say, yeah, let's do it. If none of the brothers, sisters, fucking cousins, uncles, sons, daughters didn't want to take care of them, you're just a piece of shit at that point. You know what I mean? That is your family member. Grandmas and grandpas, moms and dads come first before everything. Yeah, think about it. When you're growing up and you went over to grandma and grandpa's house, guess what? You got everything you ever wanted because they care for you. They care a lot about you. They're your grandparents. You are their grandkid. You know what I mean? That's their whole life they wait for that shit, dude, for you to come around. And when you get forced over there as a child and you're like, oh, I could be hanging out with my friends. That's where you're learning that shit. And now as an adult, you just don't give a shit because... You got your nine to five and you're more focused on making money to pay, you know, your fucking Pornhub prescription or prescription subscription compared to, you know, maybe I should go over there and see what I can do. You know, you don't have to do anything. Just be there. So she's happy. Yeah. You know, something my grandpa told me before he died, he says, because uh, I had to go all the way down to Upland to go help my grandpa out and just like do something simple like replace a sprinkler head you know where the gardener's fucked up and and, uh, we're out standing out in front of the yard one day and my grandpa's in his wheelchair and uh i said something like you know hey sorry it took me uh, so long to get down here today it's saturday you know this and that and he goes don't worry about it you know you came he says there's family members in walking distance and they still can't come over and uh i forgot what else he said but like, literally, there were, like, family that lived a block and a half away in one of his houses, rent-free. And uh, he says, you can't even walk down the street on a Saturday and just say hi. Yeah. That's all that matters to them is the human interaction. 
it it means the most to them. You just go over and say hi, and just relax with them, and and have a conversation. That's all they want. That's all they have yeah. in their old age. They don't work anymore. They don't have that human interaction between basically just between each other is all they have. And when the family members, you know, show that they still matter, you know what I mean. That they appreciate that with the deepest parts of their their heart, dude. Just to see, just to see the smile on my grandpa's face again. To go fishing. You know, because I I promised my grandpa that on his deathbed that we were going to go fishing if he got out of this. He didn't get out of it, and I haven't gone fishing since. My other great grandpa. Yeah. Just to take him to the store again would mean the most to me, and I can't do that. My grandma, mm-hmm. just to give her another flower, can't do that anymore. People hey, need to take that for granted. Uh, you say something simple as uh, going to the store. So uh, my grandpa, when I'd go down there and I'd fix a sprinkler, I'd, uh, I would always buy like two or three. I'd buy like one or two extra, right? So when I came down the next week, and I knew I didn't have to go all the way down to Lowe's, right? So I go over to the shelf one day to get a, a sprinkler, and they're all gone. And I'm just all, I say, Grandpa, I go, what happened to the extra sprinklers up here? He goes, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, I bought a couple extra in case, you know, the sprinkler broke again. And he goes, well, I guess we'll have to go to Lowe's again. Well, this this old man did this shit to me like two or three times to the point where like I'm like looking in the trash can to see where the hell he's throwing all these extra parts away. But what it was is when you would go down to Lowe's, he'd be like, hey, let's go look at the barbecuers. I'm like, Grandpa, you already have two barbecuers. He'd be like, well, let's just go look at them. Like, all right, fuck it. You know, push him in his wheelchair all the way down there. And I'm like, look at the barbecuers. And I'm like, well, now what, Grandpa? And he goes, I don't know. Let's go look at the leaf blowers. Yeah, you know, wheel his ass all the way over there to the leaf blowers. I'm like, now what, Grandpa? I don't know. I guess we can go home. So all he wanted it, to do was it, look. It reminded him wanted, of a younger self. I don't know about younger self, but it was the time he was. Uh, he just wanted to be to be out doing something. And yeah, he engaged with you. Yeah, it's all that matters nowadays, especially because yeah. there's a lot of older people. You know, a lot of people still have grandparents for my my generation, I would say. But for your guys' generation, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're starting to die off. And all oh, they yeah, want is for you to just hang out. That's it. All my they grandparents to go dead, somewhere, take them. I lost all mine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost out of mine. I got a few left, and that's it. Yeah. It's crazy how your, your generation can die out. You think that you guys still there? Oh yeah. yeah, I'm here. Okay, I just heard some kind of weird shit. But um, do you think that the way that we don't care for our elderly comes from? Well, okay, maybe I'm just gonna think out loud. I guess you guys chime in if you don't mind. Like I, I think where it comes from the way that we treat our elderly and the way that we're able to so uh, seemingly dispassionately wash our hands of them 
is because of like the nature of our houses and I think uh, there's a lot of psychology that comes from the structures uh, in which we live. So it's like we call it literally like a single family home, right? It's pretty large. There's not enough room for multiple generations in, in uh, one house. But if you go to like, uh, if you go to other countries and now, now they're starting to build them here. I think I talked about this in a in a previous podcast. In Redlands and Loma Linda, they're starting to build these things. They're called um, next-gen houses, and they have, like, seven to ten bedrooms. And, you know, yeah, they, they cost you upwards of half a million bucks. But it's on a mortgage that is very far extended into the future. So, like, in Scotland, I know that they have these 120-year mortgages, 150-year fucking mortgage, because you can count on the fact that your family lineage is going to stay in that house and you're going to pay to keep the house because it's just the way their culture is. And in our culture here, we don't have any semblance of that kind of built into our, our, the structure of our homes that we buy, you know, it's like just enough for you and a couple other people. And that's fucking it. Now there's been some progress, I think in, especially in California, but I think in any other state too, uh, I should say protection for accessory dwelling units. So that's like you buy a house and then you have a backyard. But then in the corner, you could put a, a livable smaller home um, if it's within, I forget what it is, like 350 square feet. I can't remember. But those are now protected and you can do those. You know, has plumbing, has lights, has a kitchenette, has all this shit. That's great. Like we should have been doing that the whole time. I think whatever this period of forgetfulness that we've been in that has made our fucking values erode and has made us forget how to care for ourselves and how to care for the elderly and all this shit. I don't know where it came from, but fuck it big time, but it's hard to create something. Well, no, no, no. It, it's not hard to create something different these days. Hey, wait, like there's a what, lot of ways. What did you call it? What did you call the little, the little matchbox? Accessor- ADU, an accessory dwelling unit. Okay, that's what they're preaching to the the low income. Do you know what the rich people call it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, mother in law quarters. Mother in law quarters. Yeah, I've heard that. So what? Uh, how you say there's a, like you know five to seven bedrooms in the house? They uh, where there would normally be a you know a, you know a dog house you know in the, or a laundry room in the back. They uh, put an, an additional unit on the, actually uh, to your your house, not in the back, and uh, it's just enough for one person to live in. That's where you either can stick grandma or you know stick your son that's uh, 38 and still won't move out. But um, the with it, the uh, how you were talking about the multi multi generation. Was it's a multi generational loan? Is, is, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the mother in law quarters I think is the is the best one. Where do you stick grandma and then tell grandma that her share of the rent is ninety two percent of the mortgage? I'll bear about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm definitely now that I understand the houses that I saw being built because really at first I was like, what in the fuck are they building these million dollar homes for down the street from where I was living, you know? And they don't look like anything, you know. Most new homes don't look like fucking anything. Um, but now that I understand what that's about, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's that it's here. I guess. Is it overpriced? Yeah, cultural input by virtue of uh, the structure that you live in there too. I think so. I I wish I could live with my grandparents, man. I don't mind taking care of my grandparents. I mean, everybody develops problems. Everybody develops, you know, mental illness. It's hard, but that's why it's not doesn't. It's not supposed to fall on one or two people. It's supposed to be like a whole fucking family. It's just market forces and consumerism. I think drives us to move away and to seek other things. There's there's a lot of weird. There's a lot of weird aspects to our culture that that make it hard to live. I think the way that we're supposed to live as human beings on this planet. Yeah, we should be definitely living as a uh, a tribe, uh, versus uh, stick someone away in a box and just uh, let them finish rotting before they uh, they do their final pass. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Think about how many different uh, aspects of life where you could just uh, throw money at in our culture just to uh, get rid of a problem. Everything from uh, rehab to uh, weight loss to um, uh, <laughs> sexual reassignment to yeah. uh, medicating yourself. Uh, like, you know, and like in result, you know, just putting somebody in a, in a home. We joke around in The Simpsons where they're always uh, threat threatening uh, Grandpa Simpson. I'll put you in a home. Oh, I'll be good. I'll be good. You better you know, act right or I'll put you in a home. Yeah, it's fucked up. Why, like I said, why is it so easy just to say, you know what? Keep acting that way, Grandma. I'll have you in a in a, in a home faster uh, than you know it. Those were short-term thinkers, man. We're not short-term thinkers. Just throw money at it and let it be someone else's problem. Yeah, and that's that's what money affords you, right? Money affords you not having to go through the inconvenience of actually doing shit, I think. Um, in a way, money is cool because it's a, it's a credit system that makes things work, but also what it does is it enables you to distance yourself from a lot of different shit in this life. What's messed up about that is, is uh, I have a, uh, a cleaning lady that comes over. She comes over day. She takes care of the cats and then, uh, she just straightens up. Right. But at the same yeah. time, like I also have to leave, live a little more careless and carefree and dirty just to you know, keep her in, in, in her job. So, you know, where I should be taking the time to wash my coffee cup, you know what I mean? My plate I used last night. I'm not saying that's her job, but I feel guilty being lazy, if, if that's the best way to describe it. 
Well, do, do you have to do do that in in your case, like specifically, you know, or could she come make her deserved money taking care of the cats, and then like you still feel okay about paying her if you're washing your stuff instead of like leaving it there? Well, I don't know. It's it's a it's a funny thing to to feel of. Uh... So of course somebody with money is just gonna feel entitled to that, right? Yeah. Which is I work for my money in return. I know the value of my own dollar. But at the same time, you know, I'm spoiled in my uh employment where I make good enough money where I, I could be like, Oh, I could just make the house lady wash this dish. And then no offense to my the house lady, but like yeah. you can see we're having like a and back in the day, like I could see where uh, having slave labor could really go to your head really quick. Where I hear I'm feeling oh, guilty yeah. having a, a dish where I could say, "Hey, wash that dish." You, you know, you, you know, you worthless person. <laughs> Versus, uh, I, I got also the text message. I'm like, "Hey, I left a dish in the sink. Do you mind, you know, <laughs> washing that for me?" Yeah. Of course, she's gonna be like, "Yeah, no problem. I already, t- already took care of it." I'm like, "Oh, thanks." I come home, you know, the house is tidied up. It's nice, but at the same time, at yeah. work, I'm just like, my cats are actually the dirty bastards making the lady clean, you know, clean up after me. Yeah, I I watched this video <laughs> and it was from this uh, uh, this dude in the navy. He was like a colonel or something like that. I don't know what his rank was. I don't remember. Um, but he was giving the speech um, and basically he was saying every day start off by making your bed and then the next day make your bed and do something else and if you continue to do so you will complete all the tasks in your life that you want to fulfill without realizing it. basically by you know just start off by doing something don't wake up and just hop on the couch and watch TV. You know, make your bed. Do the dishes. Clean your bathroom. Go out and pay your bills. Go to the bank. Do whatever. If you continue to do so and keep adding to it, there's nothing that will ever stop you in your life. I think that guy was a SEAL. I think I, I, I know what you're talking about. I think he was a SEAL. Yes. Maybe it was someone different. An, an admiral or something like that, or used to be a SEAL and became an admiral or something like that. Well, I don't know if it was the same guy, but he also uh, said, you know, to add to that, the guy says, uh, you know, uh, yeah, your room's dirty. Yeah. Oh, you know, you actually got up today and you cleaned your room. He says, just because you cleaned your room doesn't change any of your, your dirty habits. You, unless you start changing the habits that led to your dirty room, your room's always going to be dirty, no matter how many times you clean it. It's still always going to be dirty. Yeah, true that. And that's very yeah, true. That's... I have like, I'd say 10 beer cans sitting right next to me. And because I haven't thrown them away yet, I have a dirty habit. I, yeah. I will drink my beer and then set it next to me and grab another beer instead of going to grab the other beer and throwing the can away yeah. right next to the fridge. Yeah, it, it does like physical activities like that really do help mental hygiene as well. Like uh for me 
I know probably to other the other mechanics, it's like, fuck, Sean's always cleaning his tools, you know? Well, I worked with James as a mechanic. Yeah, you saw my tools there. I keep them clean, right? But I find that if I don't, uh, especially in the environment of work, that I am fucking all over the place, dude. Like, I just can't handle that shit. And I see certain dudes' boxes, and their boxes are fucked. It's like an earthquake happened yesterday. And they had no socket organizers. Their shit is everywhere. I hate looking at it, but <laughs> I can't stand it. I just don't know how mentally you can have uh, habits like that, like in so many places of your life, like even at work. Work is a very simplified uh, part of life, I think, especially if you're like a blue collar person, you know. And yeah, dude, I don't know. It's important, man. It's important to fucking watch yourself. And, like, if you actually watch yourself, I find that, you know, we, we do have time for a lot of this, this these little annoyances. At first, they're annoyances. But once you see them for what they are and just, like, being a necessity of, of life, then you realize that, like, okay, success in life is kind of, like, accomplishment of what's necessary, right? And that's it. So, yeah, like, I don't know. If I see dirty dishes, I'm compelled to fucking wash them. Not because I have OCD. It's just I feel like, like, no, I got to clean that up. Because if not, there's some kind of mental tab that gets opened. And it's on a backlog. And the thing about mental tabs is they're not clean and tidy like a computer fucking tab. Like a browser tab. Yeah, like, a, it you, just gets, you'll think about it. You'll look at it and be like, "Man, I really got to clean that." But then you continue to swipe away on, on your phone, or you continue to go do whatever you're doing, and yeah. don't clean it. And then it sits there and sits there and just continues to eat at you. Yet you still don't do anything about it because you don't have enough. Uh, uh, you don't care enough for it. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And it goes to show is like this whole generation is if like you can't take care of your own things, why do you think it's okay to take care of somebody else? Yeah. Oh, I hate washing dishes, bro. Dishes suck, dude, but I've gotten over it. Back when I was a kid, dude, I'd hate, hate when people would not rinse their dishes, they'd huh. leave food on them, put trash in the sink. Nowadays, I just, I don't care. Like, I would literally get sick from having to, like, take the food out from the bottom of the sink. But now that I do that for a living, it's like nothing to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't mind that shit either. Dishes suck, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I always thought it was so so cool that like in uh in traditional Zen monasteries, the master of the monastery, he cleans the toilets. You know, there there's some there's something to that. It's like, well, he's doing like one of the one of the necessary things there that probably anybody else would be on a daily basis. Like, fuck, I thought I'd do this shit. You know, literally got to scoop shit. Like you would put but, a new guy into doing that. Yeah, but no, instead it's the master. You know, and it's kind of like a everything. Everything's a cool example that's applicable to your life and whatever. And and zen practice and I, I just think that's that's cool every time i have a task like that where it's like some grimy shit you know 
I have long hair now, so it's like my my hair accumulates in the fucking drain is disgusting. That's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. So you, you just pluck it out and then uh, stick it on the wall, huh? Me? No, this shit just. Uh, I, honestly, I don't even care about it. I don't. I don't care about it until it uh, shower's done. I'm not one of those disgusting fucking people that pulls it off my head, sticks it on the wall, makes all kinds of Rorschach fucking tiles. <laughs> That's disgusting. You guys got to stop that shit. I hate that shit. My sister does that shit. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I get in the shower and there's hair everywhere. And I'm like, why don't you at least just rinse it down or take it out and throw it away? Like, fuck. Yeah. That's a chick thing, man. I don't understand that shit at all. It makes me laugh, but it's like, what the fuck is going on there? Maybe maybe it's like they, they lose so much hair. Maybe they're just so tired. They just work so hard. Mm. He's like, mm. <laughs> I read a I read a thing that made me laugh. It was uh it was about COVID. It was probably about a year old, this article. And the article was a response to a scientific paper that was published that studied the mortality rate uh, during COVID. And I guess men were dying a lot. Like, well, still, still are. I mean, the economy is expanding. Men are fucking dying. That's, that's what happens. But uh, during COVID, men had a really huge uptick in all age ranges of death and the article was from this feminist bitch i call her and uh she was like yeah men are dying but covid was harder on women <laughs> you know and it just went into this big ass rant about how like all oh, damn the social media the fucking all this complaining <laughs> that was a rough one to read but it, it was it was pretty funny at the same time it's harder on them but doesn't kill them yeah yeah I don't know dude I've been thinking about that shit a lot you know as as a I would call yeah fuck I'm a man you know that's what I am um it's really weird like the stuff that we have to put up with in society it would be no different I guess in primitive societies where we didn't have to do all this craziness this work and whatnot. Like, you still have to do the physical thing because it's what you're designed to do and it's what's necessary to survive. But, like, good lord, it's just taken to the extreme, man. Like, like now, dudes are kind of like, I think I think that just putting my, my wet fingertip to the wind here and reading the sentiments out there... It's like, dudes are fucking tired, too. Everybody's tired, but, like, men are really, really fucking at their wits' end sometimes. I don't know, man. I know I am, in a way. You know, like, I'm totally fucking gassed out. Totally gassed out of all this crazy shit. And the only reason why I'm not actually gassed out and why I keep going is because I have to take care of somebody, and I, I want to take care of somebody, right? And I realized that, well, there's no fucking rest in this life at all for human beings. So I keep going. You know what I found that really helps? Get off the grid. Go camping. Travel yeah. a few hours away. 
take a nice chest with you, stop in a, a town, buy, you know, few, food for three days, and just camp. Go fishing. Like, I wasn't working at this time. I was still technically in school as a kid and all that, but uh, even as a kid, like, it relaxed my mind. You know, it, it took my brain off of school and homework and all that bullshit into just my own life. I went up to Bishop, California, and I went fishing and just camped and just relaxed. Yeah, and it was beautiful. was like the best three days of my life there because yeah. I didn't deal with the outside world. I didn't have reception for my family. I just sat there by the fire at night or I went out and I hiked and I looked at nature and it revealed its its beauty to me and I just took it all in. Yeah. Get away from life. Go do something other than a, a theme park that everyone knows about. Yeah, it, that's why I hate theme parks. Yeah, dude, go out in the mountains. Matter of fact, the three of us, we got to figure out a time. We just need to go fucking hiking or uh, go camping or something like that. Yeah. I think that would be sick. Yeah, totally awesome. I'm down. I mean, I'm the only one that's kind of like out of the way, you know, but I can make a day out of it. That's fine. You can go somewhere down there. You know what I mean? I'm down oh, for if, if, if we're gonna If we're going to go somewhere down here... We're gonna go to Los Angeles to uh, the Vivint Doll Manufacturer Warehouse. Hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Take a tour. James wants to test the uh, the quality and efficiency of the products. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the first yeah. live podcast. That'd be sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's in the cards, guys. Hopefully. What, but, what's uh, the What's the word on that? Have you heard back from him? No. He just said he no, would talk but, to you, and that's it. Yeah, soon. Soon enough. I, you know, I don't know. People are wrapped up in all kinds of shit, so we'll see. I mean, especially if you're wrapped up in all kinds of silicone shit. So, how did you come across this guy? Like, uh, well, I came across the business on. Uh, I was just like listening to stuff on YouTube, and you know, YouTube apparently thinks I'm interested in this, <laughs> but. They played, uh, it played a conversation between this man and this woman, and they were talking about sex dolls, and they were like, oh, are they dangerous? Are they good for us? Are they bad for us? What are the, you know, what are the facts, air quotes, facts about them? And... They were from Los Angeles, and they brought up the Vivint Doll brothel. And then I looked into that because I was like, no way, a doll brothel? Like, dudes really go in there, and they rent one of those guys or girls things. And that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that, yeah, it's, it's there. It's there. 150 bucks. Anybody listening, go. Just to see. I, I think it's fascinating, too. Of course, the, the psychology surrounding um, 
human likeness and like interacting with it like that because like yeah like it's like the most dumbed down way of sexual gratification for guys that i've ever heard of you know and it's going to great lengths i mean these these things they, they cost you money you have to travel to them or you have to buy them for like thousands of dollars you know and that's a lot of money it's a lot of money to be spending on something so like rock dumb but people do it and compulsions especially of like the carnal nature primal nature are really hard to reason with i don't i don't blame anybody for buying them you know if you got them whatever but yeah i just thought it was fascinating does a robot do you have to have a robot's consent Uh, a robot's no. consent. <laughs> yeah, well, they they don't have robots, as far as I know. Uh, Holy but as far as shit, I'm looking at prices of sex dolls. They range from fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's serious Jesus shit, you know? Christ! Personal loan time. Is your so credit you good enough? enough? That's ridiculous. <laughs> 150 to rent. That's wild. Rent. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the same as a hooker. So you yeah. can rent a doll here at our facility in complete privacy for 150 an hour, all inclusive. Or yeah. you can pick up a doll for an overnight rental at your home or hotel, starting at 300. Imagine going into this business and just dragging a sex doll. <laughs> out of the business doors into your car like how would people look at you <laughs> you're you're coming with me i mean yeah. i don't know i don't know you know i assume i assume it's clandestine and where it's at in los angeles there's not probably anybody that you know for miles so you know i think it's fine and you said that we're gonna get to do a recording there at the after at that facility hopefully man I hope so. We'll see. I haven't heard back anything yet. So, um, if if anything, I think if we don't hear anything back, uh, as far as that goes, we could still do it by, you know, we roll down there and pay the guy for his fucking time. You know, here you go, hundred fifty. But we want to talk to you and we want to tour. That's gonna be fine too. I bet. Seems like a cool guy. Sounds pretty cool. Be interesting. Yeah, yeah. that'd be that'd be hilarious. <clears throat> All right, so I'm on their website, right? And there's a, a section called blog. Oh damn! Yeah, I looked at the fucking blog. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. I love I love the reviews too. Like if you click on the dolls on the rental section. Yeah, I'm reading one. Reviews. That shit's wild. Yeah, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> She's really heavy. You know, I'll, <laughs> leave, her where, she, leave I'll, her where you find her. I'll read one that's not so crazy. It says, blowjobs from the doll were also incredible. I set my jacket on the bed, sat Renee over my jacket, and face fucked her. I would describe <laughs> it as similar to a vaginal, but instead of being tighter, the mouth had a far more aggressive texture. I found this to also feel incredible, but this was also too stimulating for me again. <laughs> What the fuck? He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Too much. Oh, 
Damn. What the fuck is this shit, dude? Reel it in. <laughs> I feel I can imagine, or no, I I feel I can recommend visiting this establishment. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking experience. Oh god. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Yeah, we gotta make our way down there. That's gonna be fucking fun. Oh, dude, that would be a perfect podcast, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Best one yet. Oh my god. That motherfucker's name is Rapzekiel. Rapzekiel, you're a gangster, dude. What do you think the cleaning process for the robot is? Do you think they have like they just stick the robot in like in a dishwasher and run it on uh, probably duty cycle? Probably a pressure washer. On... They just stick it in the butt, rinse it out. Yeah, I imagine something like that. Like a, like uh, at the dog groomer, you know, there's a fucking stainless steel shower. Stick some shit up there, astringent. If you stick your dick in it, it's sticky. Probably wasn't. Yeah. Cleaned. Oh. You can get paid. Yeah. Extra to leave the doll dirty. Uh, I read on the site that he said, uh, from one of the reviews, I read on the site that he said, don't fuck it up. That's the only thing I ask. <laughs> oh, I, I read the same one. I read the same fucking review, dude. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you could fuck spooge all over him. <laughs> it wouldn't be an issue. It's like, just don't run break the it. Yeah, just don't break its arm. No, no bite marks. No, 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 no bite marks, James. No permanent markers. Yeah. Permanent, no, permanent <laughs> marker. Permanent markers. He'd probably be really fucking mad about that one. <laughs> Drawing dicks all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you got to contact that guy again and just. For sure. Fucking, just fuck with the dude. Just be like, we really, really want to fucking talk with you and get a fucking, a, just a good review for your fucking place. Like, oh, dude, no, we're gonna go, man. We're gonna go. That that'd be awesome. We'll talk with him. It'd we'll, be the we'll the check, first live check. recording. Yeah, check things out. Make the slapping sounds. <laughs> slapping sounds. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, you just hear, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I just think they would. Oh, it's so funny, dude. It's hilarious, man. What what a weirdo aspect of our culture. A podcast, you have to get uh, permission from your significant other. Nah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Does it have to know about yeah. it? That's probably yeah. That's true. You you'd want them to know where you're going. Yeah, I'm going to a uh, rental sex doll place. (laughs) I will come back transformed. (laughs) Transformed? Yeah, that shit is funny, man. But you know what? The the thing about that also interests me a lot about this stuff is um, so that discussion, and I'll probably send it to you guys in a link. uh, It was heated, man. It was heated. That chick was pissed. She was like, no, you know. Dudes shouldn't be doing this kind of shit. It's gross. Whatever. And yet, like, I know plenty of women that have, like, a, an arsenal, you know, of their own. Oh, yeah. So, it was just kind of weird. Like, is it is it the fact that it's, like, a, like, what makes it creepy? 
what would really, if you think about it, constitute creepy about somebody that likes this stuff uh, or that, that would go as so, so far as to spend a fucking, you know, four grand and grab one. Because it's not real. Because it's not real, yeah. You don't, you don't have the game to get one for real for free. You gotta yeah. spend $4,000 on something fake. Yeah. <laughs> to get one. But, yeah. but then again, it's it, to each their own, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the yeah, day, like, it's like... Uh-huh. If, if you're not six you're... foot tall, make $100,000 a year and have a six-bedroom house and agree with having kids in your life, like, nobody wants your fucking dick. I see so many videos about that shit, dude. And it's like, yeah, who fucking <laughs> cares? Yeah, it's a, you know, videos like that, they're they're poisonous. They are. Uh, face Facebook tries to do that to me, too, because sometimes I, I cru I cruise Facebook feeds for cat videos. I'm not gonna lie, I fucking love cats. I'm always cruising. Cat videos are great. Watching that shit, and then it starts to put all these suggestions in, it, and there's a computer somewhere that calculates the value of suggesting things based on how much time the thing that it showed you got, right? And so it's like, I don't know how it came up with the recommendation of, oh, Sean loves to be fucking triggered by these intense conversations of, uh, well, I, okay, I know how. It's pretty obvious, but anyway. That's one of the... Um, I posted a uh, cat gif in the memes section. Okay, cool. I was like, oh, damn. Well, right. I named it Mimi's for, uh, in remembrance of James. Ah. Ooh, what? Because <laughs> they're Mimi's. <laughs> I remember James. <laughs> I'm trying not to go Mimi's here. I'm a little fucking liquored up. Hell yeah, Ooh. me too, dude. I'm on my third Tolkien. Really? Uh, Man, you guys are fight, fighting to sleep. I'm like fucking staring at my tapestry. Oh, I'm, I'm great. I'm, I'm, I'm going, dude. I'm all right. <laughs> oh, okay. After, after this, I'm, I'm okay, planning on playing days. some games. I'm a little tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling the, uh, the, uh, the sleepiness that alcohol gives you. But uh, yeah, I'm going, dude. I'm good. Yep. Yeah, the mushroom is, uh, is pretty good right now. It was a great choice of um, herbal tea with it, and then this uh, hydration pack. Yeah, until you fucking spilled it all over yourself, or what? Yeah, that was only like five percent of it. I'm good. But you, you put a mushroom in your tea? No, I thought about it. I've never done that before. I know people have said that you can do that, um, and that it's effective. But I just ate it. So, so explain to me what is the effects that you're feeling compared to your normal uh, self at work? Yeah. What are you feeling? Oh, compared to my normal self at work? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of... Um, he said, ooh. <laughs> no, it's fascinating, man, because it, 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 it drops a lot of those uh, emotional blocks, you know? Um, so you say something sad, I'm going to fucking really get into it and empathize with you. You got to think about it. Five out of seven days of the, uh, the week, you're at work. You wake up, you drink your coffee or your Red Bull, and you go to work for eight hours, and you come home, and you eat dinner, and you go to sleep. You yeah, don't have, okay. You know what I mean? That, that's your main yeah. experience. Okay, so here, here, here's what's what's interesting in this in this particular set of topics mixed together. So work 
and the fact that I'm examining my work life currently from a mild psychedelic state of mind. Um, I'm actually not that different. I think I think I'm a pretty well integrated person. Like I'm not a totally. I don't come off the fucking hinges, you know. Even with psychedelics, uh, do I enjoy things a lot more openly with psychedelics? Yeah, for sure. But as far as like who I am at work, I'm not. I'm not that bad of a person. I'm not the kind of person that flips out. I don't tell people to fuck off. Sometimes I get pissed, but that's just because you're trapped at work. You know, I think it's no. Uh, I I mean it as more of like a, um, you know, when you go to work, you're in a work <laughs> mood. You know what I mean? You're there to get uh-huh. the job done. You have certain feelings about things. You only think about certain things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What kind of side effects are you are you getting? You know, is your your brain more open? Are you more liable to tell the truth on certain things? You know, um, are you in a happier mood or more uh, mad mood? Uh, oh, interesting. You're yeah. so. Okay, so I don't like to lie. I avoid lying. It hurts me to lie anyway. So it's like I can't save face. And I'm very creative, say, if I have a criticism in order to not not hurt people's feelings, you know, uh, unnecessarily. Uh, Which most of the time it's not necessary. But, like, yeah, Uh, in terms of the state of mind and how it's different with my regular use of psychedelics i would say it's it's an improvement you know um it's it's an improvement that i think you could make by other means definitely like uh i read um a book by sam harris it's called lying and the book is all about lying lies and uh how you need to stop lying like even little lies they they fucking hurt you know they're bad karmic juju i'm not sure what the fuck to call it but that was like a huge upgrade to my my psyche and it's something that is reinforced i feel with uh regular use of of mushrooms um i can't speak to other psychedelics lsd is too messy lsd is way too messy and you still get a lot of beautiful uh tools that you can use to make your your life better more gentle but i can't speak to any of the other shit like i've never done mdma ecstasy none of that stuff the only other shit i've done is is uh weed but yeah it's it's interesting dude i don't know i feel overall net positive in terms of my whole life with the introduction of of uh mushrooms on a regular basis you think they should uh have it over the counter i mean mushrooms grow on fucking trees man they grow in fucking dookies you know yeah it's like a part of us i think it's yeah i think it's a part of our evolution just like um i don't know like look at what alcohol did to our culture you know Alcohol is is super interesting. There's many books written about alcohol and its impact on human development and on uh, social outcomes. For the most part, it's a net negative, right? For in the microcosm, on the personal level, on one person's lifespan, it's a net negative. Uh, But does it have its uses? Yeah, like socially, it's a social 
uh, lubricant, you know, like all of a sudden you're not so guarded and you can be yourself and you can have fun and all this shit. So it's, it's weird, dude. I don't know. I can't recommend it to everybody. I don't recommend it to everybody. There's like, I could, I could think of a few people that I'm like, you should not do this shit. You're crazy as fuck. You know, you gotta take care of yourself. Yeah, definitely. The ones that are already not socially guarded. Start doing some crazy guarded. shit. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's the thing with me with alcohol is, uh, makes me more open to talk about things. I'm more liable to yeah. do something fucking just insane. Like, uh, I don't like skateboarding because I know I'm going to fall on my face and eat shit. Uh, yeah. Back when I was out in Arizona, I had this uh, punk rock, fucking just insane punk rock dude. Name's Peter. Uh, he's a skateboarder, mm-hmm. smokes pot, fucking just likes to drink every day. Super big uh-huh. skateboarder. And, uh, you know, when we would go to hang out, he'd bring a skateboard with him. He's like, come on, get on the fucking uh, the skateboard, Tim, come on. Uh, they, they would call me uh, a, a variety of nicknames, and you know, that the nicknames, you know, try and rile you up a little bit. You know, they, they had a two-time Timmy because I got trained twice at my uh, my warehouse. Because um, one of the dudes <laughs> had to, yeah, had to mentor me again to uh, make sure I was doing everything right. And then I uh-huh. was uh, Top Gun Timmy because I had a uh, record production at uh, the warehouse I was working at. Just all kinds of shit. Oh. Just trying to rile you up to get you on there and... Alcohol was the only thing that would get me on the skateboard, dude. Yeah. You it. Alcohol loosens you up, I would say. Yeah. You're not so scared to do something. It's kind of like doing bath salts. <laughs> not, not so scared. <laughs> not so scared. You're almost invincible. Almost. Bath, bath salts, you can do anything. Timmy is Ragnarok. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking funny. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I I like alcohol too. Uh, alcohol is great because there comes a point too to where you could really think deep thoughts. You know, like I I love that point. It's like Bukowski, except Bukowski is depressing as fuck. But Bukowski, I understand. Buk- <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, Buk- Bukowski is depressing as fuck too. What the hell? Fucking Japan. That's how you know shit's going south, man. But yeah, no, in a way, dude. Like, I definitely miss Arizona. Like, the heat. Don't miss it at all. The weather, fuck that. But the people, the people were crazy, dude. Everybody I worked with wanted to just constant. We would work four days, five days, six days straight. Of just fucking 8 p.m. to fucking 7 a.m. Every day. But these guys would want to drink every morning. And just have a good time and live life. And and that was that was some sick shit. But this dude, yeah. Peter, Tyler, Robert, Louise, like all of them. They wanted to just hang out, chill out, and just enjoy the fucking the day. We'd go to skate parks and chug tall cans. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah, no, it was it was probably the best part of uh being there. You know, other than family and all that good shit, but uh they they made it worthwhile. That's why I stayed for so long. 
How long were you out there? I was out there for two years. And I would say after six months, I was already just like, yeah, I'm tired of this place. Like once winter hit <laughs> and it was kind of like colder out and not so hot. And it uh-huh. made it up. It was a big help in staying. And then, uh, you know, I I got more and more into their friend group and shit like that and became more trusted and all that good shit. You know, we'd, we'd hang out, go to concerts and shit. That's where I saw Offspring. That's where I saw Municipal Waste. Um, if it wasn't, this sounds really bad, but if it wasn't for my great-grandmother being in the hospital, I would have saw No Effects and uh, Bad Religion. Yeah. Which in November... Yeah, dude. In November, they're supposed to be at Punk in the Park. Not no effects, but oh, the religion right. is supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, they're my favorite fucking band, dude. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, no. Same same as Peter, dude. Like, if you and him were to get together, like... I'm, I'm gonna talk with him. I'm gonna get him on this fucking podcast, dude. And I, I think that that would be a very, very, like, top-tier podcast. Right um, on. He is very punk rockish. That that's his life, and uh, he smokes weed and fucks bitches, and that's his life, oh, dude. Man. Like, he's a real fool. Yeah, man, and no effects and bad religion is right there with him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no effects, they suck sometimes though, because they they're too fucked up to play, and they play anyway. I I give them props for that. They just they play anyway. Yeah. What I really like about them is like they have the reggae part of them, and it's like that's kind of cool to have a variety. Yeah. Yeah, they're dope. Fucking bad religion, man. Damn, bad religion. I. I didn't have very much guidance as a, as a young man. Except for from bad religion, and my neighbors. But uh, yeah, bad religion like totally formed, a lot of my worldview. real positive way too i mean like what what other music is out there and i'm sure there, there's a ton of music out there i could just hear like the millions of people but what about this one yeah but for me in southern california it had a special connection because they're from southern california they're big on the skate scene you know warp tour and all that stuff they're just oh, yeah. associated associated with it and man like i don't know just i remember skateboarding listening to their lyrics and like I was too young to understand it, and as I get older, I understand more and more and more. Um, but as a young person, I was like, holy shit, you know, there's there's something new to to glean and to learn or to investigate from every single one of their damn songs. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I started listening recently to a lot of, like, Anti-Flag. I really think they're uh, a, a really good band. I really like yeah. how their music sounds, and you know, in in the, my SUV, I have a uh, a twelve inch subwoofer, uh-huh. um, and I really th- think that their music sounds really good with the subwoofer. Oh um, yeah, and, it's and cool. including sub uh, no effects and bad religion and all the greats. Yeah, um, there's a, there's a I don't want to say they're newer. They definitely have a few few years under their belt. They're called Turnstile. Oh yeah, song. they're pretty good too. Yeah, no, they're they're really good. I really like them. Um, funny story about Turnstile. Peter, same person. Uh, anytime he's super fucked up and drives, he says he listens to the the song Blackout. And I've been fucked up, like real fucked up, a lot of times with this guy. 
and every time I hopped in the car with him for a song on Blackout. Yeah. So it'll definitely stick in my brain for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. What kind what kind of music are you into, James? Uh I remember rolling with you and then you had I remember Five Finger Death Punch. He, he's a, a Metallica Godsmack fucking Pantera that genre. Was no problem with it, I don't think. Am, do I stand corrected? Hello? Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. He's dead. He's dead. No, he's dead. Oh, oh man. <laughs> he did Where did he us, go? Man. He did warn us, man. He's fucking asleep. Maybe he went to the bathroom. He'll be back in probably a second. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I've really been into a lot of, like, um, electronic music lately. Electronic music is always it's always kind of there, but I go through phases where I'm like, nah, I'm organic guy now. Just yeah, guitars. Like, when when I was younger, I definitely loved listening to like electronic music. That was my thing, dude. Um, I don't remember a lot of the names I used to listen to, other than like the really big things that you know everyone listened to. But um, every once in a while, there's a playlist that I go to, and I listen to a lot of things. Like there's one song, and it's super like. Uh, What's the word I'm trying to look for? Very motivational. Huh. And I listened to that and a few others, and you know, with the subwoofer, everything, I, every music genre I listen to has something to do with the subwoofer. I love bass. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, dude, like that's I, a thing too. Man. Yeah, like I listen to country, I listen to rock, I listen to punk rock, uh, fucking metal, I listen to rap, hip hop. Old school rap, old school, the oldies, like everything hits yeah. with the subwoofer, dude. And if yeah. I'm not making a racket in traffic at the red light, dude, and people aren't rolling their windows up, I'm not having a good time. And and it's yeah. funny to think of it that way because, like, you know, as a kid, you know, you you roll up and you're listening to your country or whatever, and you're a fucking Ford Ranger, and you got that dude in the old Impala just fucking, burr, burr, you know what I mean, and. Uh-huh. Back in the day, like it used to be annoying as shit, and now I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm that asshole yeah. that his license plate is vibrating and making a racket for no reason, because yeah. in the car it sounds a hundred times different. Hell yeah, it does. I had a, I had a badass setup in my last setup. I just haven't reinvested. I had a PPI monoblock with a two farad capacitor, and I had. Memphis uh, M class 12s, two 12s, and then a component setup, uh, six by nines and uh, six and a halves in the doors. And that fucking system was, it was too much actually. It was too much. I'd fucking blow my ears out, dude. Especially the, <laughs> Mem- the, the Memphis, Memphis two 12s. One of my favorite songs ever is. Uh, Benzy box from uh, Danger Doom. I think it's Danger Doom or MF Doom. I can't remember what the name is. Hold, I'm gonna look it up because I'm gonna listen to that. Hold on. Yeah. Switch. Benzy box is dope. Ben Z box is okay. Hold on. Danger Doom, MF Doom, Danger Mouse, CeeLo Green. Yeah, one okay. of those dudes. 
Oh yeah, CeeLo Green was this, was a guest on that one. Man, that's fucking big bass, dude. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm I'm literally gonna go listen to it after this fucking <laughs> podcast. Right on. All right. Well, I didn't know you were a bass guy too. That's awesome. <laughs> All right then. Well, I, I pressed play on James? it on accident, and uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's instantly fucking bass, dude. Yeah. Oh man. It's that on the podcast now, fucking... dude. <laughs> That's a banger, as they say. Man, my car sounded like shit outside too. I had a Toyota Tercel, and I and all the fucking all the fasteners were loose on that thing. Probably, fucking uh, damn. But it sounded good inside, man. I'm gonna the call thing, the thing. I'm gonna call James real quick and see. All right, for sure. I'm gonna see he's where he's asleep. at. I'm gonna wake his ass up. Take it off a of noise suppression. Let's see if we hear him. Please leave your message for. Yeah, he's a guy. That's all right. He's dead. Oh. Oh, he's back. Did you fall asleep? No, I'm just sitting here. Just I I don't know if my mic wasn't picking up or something. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, no. Thought you were dead, man. No, I'm just sitting here. I'm just chilling. thought Thought the cats got you. No, I had to lock those fuckers out. You know what? Speaking of the fuckhead cats, I got a brand new used couch today. Not even a couple hours old. They've already puked on it. In, in my, <laughs> my I walked out there halfway to go get a beer and uh, <laughs> hell yeah, and dude. Uh, broke oh, that shit sense. in. They've already marked it with their vomit. Oh man, man, what the fuck is wrong with cats? I have a cat. Cat, cat. It's a calico cat. Real beautiful. Love the cat to death, dude. Cat will come in after uh, I get off of work and wants to fucking instantly walk in the door, hears me, runs to the door, and just follows me wherever I go. And, uh, cat's got a fucking problem, dude. Like, tell you what, man, this fucking cat will just, like, out of nowhere just puke. You just see it start just fucking, like, regurgitating, just, like, wanting to throw it up and then throws it up. And I have another cat, black cat, comes by, eats it. Grossest shit I've ever seen in my life. Does it, though. And I'm like, man, well, at least I don't have to clean it up, right? It's just like, what the fuck? That's disgusting. I know. Cats are fucking weird, dude. Like, same thing that dogs do. Dogs will eat each other's shit. No. Fucking weirdos, man. Yeah, well, that man. sucks, James, about your couch, your couch, though. Yeah, man. That's uh, right. It's brand new, whatever. It could be worse. They could have ate it. Yeah, could have scratched it to shit right away. Well, that's next week. I'm surprised you James usually would have hit me up and said, hey, you, uh, you got time to help me move this couch. A little it was at the last moment. I'm disappointed, I James. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> 
the the yeah. neighbor gave to me. So, hey, at least it was next door, right? Yep. No, that's cool. Hell yeah! I'm glad you got a new couch, man. That uh, that other one definitely has gotten used quite a bit. I still got to get rid of it. It's on my porch. Oh wow! Uh fuck. So, so hey, I need I need your help getting rid of this couch. <laughs> I would say uh, Tuesday would be the only day I'd be able to help you to bring my truck around. All right, that'll work. Sounds good, dude. Tuesday it is. Oh, man. These beers got me, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's I'm all good, man. Three tall gans in, and I'm like, I want to drink more, but I know I'm just going to be fucked. Yeah. I killed a 12-pack oh. the other day. Not fun. 12-pack? 12 12-pack. 12 I drank 10 of them. Damn. Ten and a half, actually. Poured the other one down the sink when I woke up, like, 12 hours later. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been such a long time since I drank like that. Dude, the last time I drank like that was crazy as fuck. Uh, I went to my friend's house in Highland. So from Redlands, I, I biked to Highland. And that's, like, all the way across the valley, you know. And so I made it over there. And it was a Halloween party, drinking. And I don't drink, so it was like just, I don't know, I wanted to be included, normal guy, you know, drinking, drinking, drinking. And uh, it was a Halloween party, so I was dressed up in nothing, really. It was just like this black cape thing uh, that covered your head, kind of like Scream, but without the mask. And I got so fucked up so fast that early on in the party, I just like threw up for a while and then I collapsed in the front yard on the side yard for some reason covered by this black like cloak so nobody could find me for hours dude and I just threw up all over myself <laughs> it was not very fun it's fucked dude yeah I, uh, and then the... uh, go ahead I was gonna say I had a story like that I uh back when I was younger one of my uh, grandpas he uh still does Drinks fucking a pint of whiskey a night, like just insane amounts of cheap, like Canadian Crest. And yeah, uh, I used to drink with them, you know, back when I was like 14, 15. And uh, there was one night that uh, I was playing some games with some friends, and one dude he was like, You know, I'll go shot for shot with you. And it just turned into I drank this amount of whiskey, now you got to do it. And by the end of the night, uh, I think I had laid down on the couch. I still don't kind of like remember at all like what happened. I remember laying down on the couch, and then I remember like literally falling off the couch. And then I remember like th throwing up in like a upward motion, and I just all over myself like three times. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> It was horrible, dude. Like, I will never drink that much again. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds pretty nasty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. I I went to the shower, dude. Like, just rinsed all that shit off of me. Still smelled like it the next day. Yeah, that shit gets everywhere. Literally. <laughs> yeah, it's dirty, man. It's horrible. It's dirty there. Yep. How about hey, you, James? Hey. What's your... 
I was going to say, if, if it's that hard to wash off puke, how, how hard do you think it's good to clean out one of those robots? <laughs> the fucking I mean, robots, dude. <laughs> I mean, the thing that... The thing that I could see with that is, like, you could use some fucking spray nine, some serious cleaner or some shit in there, maybe. You said spray nine. <laughs> you know? uh, I mean, hey, ever since... We're... Just come <laughs> have a smell. Yes. Yes. Let's see, old cum. Old. <laughs> old cum. It fucking it smells like those dolls, probably. It probably does. When we get there, we're, that's probably what we're going to smell is old cum. <laughs> we're going to be doing a podcast and just be like, you smell that? Cum. Fucking <laughs> 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 gross. <laughs> I'm down, man. I'm down. That shit's hilarious. I just want to see what's going on. No, I can't wait, dude. That podcast will put us on the books for sure. Like, I'm serious. <laughs> when we put in the title, yeah, we visited Vivint Dolls in fucking California. Like, all those weirdos are going to hop onto our podcast and be like, oh, shit. James really did fuck one of them? Like, <laughs> <laughs> props, man. Name a science. Yeah, that's what I think, man. I don't know. I just want to go down and see, like, literally just see what's going on. Check Seriously, those dude. things out. Like, a customer walks in the door. We're like, hey, come here. And we just, like, interview him. Like, hey, what are you doing here today? Oh, I'm here to fuck up a, a fake doll. Oh, how many times have you come here before? Oh, I've been here about uh, 200 times. Wow, that's crazy, man. What, uh, what, what? What do you enjoy about the place? The dolls are like real life. <laughs> you see, off a stamp card, like when you know when you go to the boba house and you buy oh, nine drinks for one food. <laughs> it's probably, dude. Pulls card out of his wallet. He's like, "I've been here about fifteen times. I've had two free yep. trials. <laughs> two free trials. You know, if I'm not here, I'm in Mexico. Jesse Ventura. Yeah, they treat you like an adult over there." <laughs> that's what he says alright boys it's go stick your dick in it yeah. hey you know what Michael Jackson said about uh, touring in the US uh, out of the US the kids uh-huh. look nice or what uh, that that too but uh, <laughs> he says when you tour the rest of the world they don't care what you've done they're, they're just there to see you and see your music yeah I always thought I'd be a success if I just went to like, well, maybe not anymore. But I dream of like Sean's Vietnam tour, you know, Sean's Japan tour. Take a guitar. We can go to London, fucking uh, United Kingdom. Fuck London. I'm just saying we can go anywhere, set up a podcast, start recording. And everyone would think we're famous. Huh. Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, oh, that wouldn't that be so funny? Well, you know, go to London. First podcast is called Fuck London. <laughs> <laughs> we could start playing uh, some Dead Kennedys or some shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, all right, guys. I'm I'm starting to fade. I think we got a good couple hours in here. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. We are at uh, the two hour and uh, 30 minute mark, like the rest of wow. our podcast. And, uh, there is no more topics to talk about. 
right on time. Right yeah, on time. But good talk, boys. Nice therapy session there. Definitely. Right on. You guys want us to go to Fiven uh, Dolls in uh, Southern California? Let us know. James will definitely uh, do a quality insurance uh, text. I'm ready. Yeah. I'll bring plenty hey, of hand sanitizer. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And it's going to be great. Take pictures. Definitely going to be great. Man. I wonder we'll if wear a mask that way. Uh... <laughs> what? Oh, go ahead, James. I was going to say, I'm going to wear a mask so that way the doll can't identify me as a suspect. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rape joke, am I right? <laughs> God damn. It's great. Good way to end it yeah. off. But, uh, All right, yeah, guys. boys. No, it was great. See you next Thursday. All right, have a good one, guys. We'll see you later. Have a good night. Bye. All right. This was uh, episode five. We talked a lot about. We talked a lot of shit. We did a lot of explaining. Next podcast, Vivint Dolls, maybe. Uh, next special guest is supposed to be Doc. We're going to get uh, real big into the UFC, UFO scene. So, uh, till next time, guys. Peace out.